The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. Everybody. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Alan Jenkins, joined by your host. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? We're doing fantastic here. Friday night, Flyers off a big 5-1 up there. Up there and 5-1 win up there in Buffalo. Garnet Hathaway just ended Dylan Cousins' life with a punch to the face. Took him down there late in the game. So I'm, I'm doing well here in Philadelphia. On the other hand, I am uh, extremely nervous. First of all, because Jack Hughes got injured in the first period and uh, missed the second period, and I don't think he's in there for the third period. So uh, hopefully, nothing, nothing too serious for um, uh, the middle Hughes brother. That would be very bad if he missed a significant time. But more importantly, more pressingly, like I said before, it's fucking Bama week, <laughs> biggest game of the season. So uh, I'm super nervous about that. Uh, boys are in the wars. Uh, they're, they're training for war, rather. They're in the barracks and doing the drills and all that. So it's it's going to be oh, – I'm glad it's a night game so I can be drunk for it so I can take the, uh, you know, a bit of the nerves out of this equation. But biggest leverage game of the year in any sport so far. So it, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be fun times here in the Meyer household at uh, 4.30 Pacific time. Yeah, thank, thank God that's a night game. I, I can't imagine Joel Meyer ever ever drinking during the day. Yeah, this guy doesn't <laughs> drink. Are you kidding me? What the fuck? Uh, I'll be drunk by then. How about that? It won't, okay. won't just be a little uh, a little uh, buzz. Do you want What's your middle drunk, name? Drunk from the night before. Is your what middle is name PBR? Joel PBR Meyer. Mm. Yeah. No. It's got a nice little ring to it. Maybe it should. I don't be. think it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your middle name then, bro? Thomas. What are you like laughing the, at? Like the train? <laughs> like the like the uh disciple. Like Tim Thomas? <laughs> yeah, Tim Thomas works. Yeah, that, I that has a rank to it. Tim Thomas. That that's that's got a, a nice Ryan, line. what's your middle name? My middle name is is currently a uh, a mystery to the Discord. It is Jeffrey. And that's all I'm gonna say on that. It's Jeffrey. Ryan Jeffrey Gilbert. <laughs> That's unbelievable. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm doing good, bro. I'm just chilling here. You know, I've, you know, I'm pretty tired. I'm not gonna lie. It's work, work is work, and then I come home and it's like, fuck, you gotta fire up dinner. And then we got Bowie the cat, and he's his own little fucking menace of routine. So we're taking care of all that shit. And it's okay though. We're good. It's time to bang out the podcast, have a good little time doing it, have a couple drinks, you know. We got a belly full of food. I eat too much though. You only eat so much, you can just feel like you gotta take a massive shit. That's that's kind of where we're at right now, yo. So fucking fingers crossed that we make it through this one. But I'm feeling okay. 
Uh, all right, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. Uh, that's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. We got hockey. We got a 15-game slate coming up tomorrow on Saturday. That's going to be absolutely awesome. Obviously, we're going to run through that in a minute here. Uh, we got college football. Julie's talking about a big LSU-Bama game coming up. That's going to be absolutely sweet. Uh, we got the NFL kicking off. Chargers, fuck the Jets. My girl was giving me shit. She's like, somehow Aaron Rodgers is going to miraculously come back to play tomorrow or on Sunday, and she's going to beat the shit out of your Chargers. And I'm like, that's the negativity I don't need in my life right now, Jessica, but it's probably going to happen. So anyways, fuck the Jets. Zach Wilson's a dog, though. He was so sick of BYU. Um, anyways, what else is going on? We got MMA. Shout out to the MMA gambling podcast for the boy Jeff Fox. We got NBA's doing its thing. I'm going to a Raptors game, eh? My boy, he's a big Raptors fan. He bought tickets for us um, end of November. I think it's like the 24th or something. So I'll keep you guys posted how that goes. But uh, So that'll be in- interesting. I don't know. I'm going to put on my finest leather pants and, and my finest cologne and go to a Raptors game. Um, what they do (laughs) dude that's what the hoes do and you know if i'm going i'm gonna be hoeing so that's (laughs) right as well uh uh, i need some baby oil to fit in these bad boys uh okay um so yeah check out all the other or check out ryan's articles at sgpn website his fantasy hockey articles are absolutely killing he pumps them out weekly definitely check that out give you a nice inside scoop for fantasy hockey uh and make sure you listen to the other shows as well everybody's always killing it like i said so check all that out and of course shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord discord's popping off everybody's having a good time even having a blast in there i had to yell at uh somebody just to remind them how bad the sharks absolutely stink but hey that's neither here nor there but wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't in the discord so good on everybody for being in there hell yeah I had a guy reach out to me on Twitter for the first time. And he was, I think he was like Irish or something. He's like, hey, mate, how do I get in the fucking Discord? And I'm like, oh, here's a link. And I hope it worked. I don't know. I just kind of assumed it did. So fingers crossed it worked out for you. But shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. You're not having a good time. If you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter, uh, what is it, uh, social media assistant producer. He'll be sure to point you in the right direction as well. He's absolutely killing it. Or what you can do is just fucking tune in to see LSU and Bama. And our very own HGP's very own special, Joel Meyer, took out an ad on that show. He cost him fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars. And just says, hey, anybody, in case you want to get in the HGP Discord, here you go. I won't even break my own job, but you can still get into it. Let's fucking go, baby. Yeah, all right. Uh, get in the Discord there. Also, subscribe to the Hockey Gaming Podcast, sg.pn slash hockey for Apple, sg.pn slash hockey s for Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating and review so we have something to read at the end of the show. We get, we begin more YouTube comments, too. So make sure you comment on our YouTube video. Subscribe there as well. And a, a special shout-out to all of our listeners in the Philippines. We're uh, topping those, those yeah. top five there consistently. So shout-out down there to everyone in the Philippines checking us out. Yo, for real though, number two hockey podcast in the Philippines to all of our friends and pals in the Philippines in Manila, the thriller in Manila. Thank you so much, y'all beauties. Maybe one day Manila live show. Maybe the boys will all take a little trek down and get all get all fucking tuned up in in the Philippines. I think that sounds like a good time. Filipino food is awesome, yo. So hell yeah. Um. All right, we're going to keep this moving here. We're going to run it through. Uh, shout out to uh, Bafa D's Nuts. Also, uh, we're going <laughs> to... 
and through our lock dogs and totals baby from last show a little bit all over the place here but things got a little bit interesting so first of all ryan uh ryan killed it ryan had a great show he went two and one up 1.74 units i went one and two down 0.40 units and oh jeepers creepers oh neptune shucks what happened here was it just a little, little not great? Was it a little, was it a little, little not good time going on? What happened here? Mr. Joel Meyer went zero and three down four fucking units. Now, to be fair, he got robbed on a couple of those. But anyways, we'll get to that. Ryan, go through your stuff for us. Yeah, maybe a little uh, karma from the hockey gods for Joel there for switching his pick. But uh, yeah, for me, because oh, no. you switch your Islanders. Yeah, pick, so maybe, yeah, 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 that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my luck. The the Kings minus one fifteen at Ottawa. I know I, th- I thought they were the better team, and they were. They won, I think, four uh, two there in Ottawa. Not exactly sure what the final score was. Three two it was. It was closer than I thought, but still a good win there to hit my lock. Uh, can't hit the dog to save my life. Had the lightning on the puck line at Columbus. They lost outright. But my total Hurricanes Rangers under five and a half plus one hundred. Easy under, even though the. Rangers scored pretty early on in, in that game, but it was still a two-one final. So easy under for me. Two and one plus one point seven four units. You know, taking one show at a time here. Well, like Tom was saying, uh, not a, not a good day for me. Um, yeah, like I did switch my lock from the Islanders, unfortunately, to the Oilers. The Islanders uh, crushed the Capitals, no problem there. Uh, meanwhile, the Oilers struggled with the uh, with the Stars. Stars got out to an early lead. Built up to uh, four to one, and uh, the Oilers made a bit of a comeback thanks to Sam Gagne of all of all people. Seems like it's the third or fourth time he's he's back in Edmonton. Um, but yeah, he was had to step up because fucking McDavid wasn't doing shit. He still doesn't look hundred percent. You know, he's not taking players on. Uh, he, you know, he still looks fast and all that, but he, he's deferring. He's not shooting and all that. So tough going. He's not going. The Oilers aren't going. And uh, yeah, it's it's just yeah tough to back him right now. Uh, my dog, the Hurricanes, uh, even money against the Rangers. Uh, Hurricanes were maybe slightly the better team, but the Rangers had the much better goalie. This is probably Shosturkin's best game of the season so far, so no no dice there. Um, though, interestingly, uh, Fox and Heedle both went out with injuries. They'll miss a few weeks, sounds like. And my total, though, Panthers wings over 6.5, minus 125, not even close. Wings didn't score a goal. Panthers scored two and or three with an empty netter, so it it's, uh, wasn't a good bet there. I can't make any excuse for that one. To be fair, I think we all thought the Wings were going to kind of show up a little bit more for that game, you know. So yeah, since one of one of the Panthers ever shut anyone out. Yeah, for real. Um, all right, for myself, for my lock here, I had uh, the Devils money line against Minnesota. It was a four three final, a little bit closer than I would have liked it to, but uh, they ended up getting it done. Uh, first night of a back-to-back for New Jersey. For my dog, I had Montreal Moneyline plus 110 versus Arizona. This was closer, yo. This was a 3-2 final. I think it was all tied up one apiece or so about halfway through the second period or something like that. So this could have gone either way, you know, but uh, Arizona stepped up and got the best out of the Habs. You know, that'll happen. Uh, and then for my total, I <laughs> for my total, I had Vancouver San Jose Sharks under six and a half. Minus 108. We need to talk about this for one second here, okay? I said this in the Discord today when I was talking to my boy Archer. The San Jose Sharks, for the record, 
This game was a 10 to 1 final, I believe. Vancouver beat San Jose 10 to 1. San Jose has only scored 10 goals in the 10 games they played, and they just gave up 10 goals last night, for Christ's sakes. This Sharks team needs to be shot into the fucking sun. This Sharks team needs to be out of the league. I never want to see them again. I don't want to look at anybody on that roster. I don't want to look at these jerseys. I feel so bad for these fans. Everybody saw a little picture of the little, the little shark, the little kid, the little fucking dumbass who's sitting there with a sign that says, oh, you're a Sharks fan, you're dumb. He's sitting there with a sign that says, this is my first Sharks game. They got blown up 10 to 1 to the Canucks for Christ's sakes, bro. Like, I'm sorry, man. This team stinks. And I said in the Discord, like, if you think for a second that like Logan Couture and Alexander Barabanov coming back to action is gonna make a single fucking difference on this team, you're out to lunch, bro. It doesn't matter. This team's absolutely awful. Um, whether they're choosing to lose or what it is, it's just it's ugly, bro. So I don't know. I, I, I was saying I'm going to keep betting unders and Sharks games until they gave me a reason not to. Well, they dick slapped me. They shark dick slapped me right in the face and by giving up 10 goals in one game. So I will be not touching anything to do with the San Jose Sharks for the rest of the year unless it's like their team total under or something. Yeah, and now the Sharks, they were minus 130 to have their worst record in, in the league before last game. They are now minus 170. So that, that was a 40-cent jump for, for that 10-1 for that loss there. Damn. Damn, yeah. that's a kick in the pills. Jolie, what are your quick one sentence? Joel, give us one sentence on the San Jose Sharks. Uh, relegation. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. I like that. Need some rele- relegation. Relegate them. Like, is it fire them to the sun? Maybe fire them into the uh, WHL or the AHL, whatatever the fuck you want to send let's them. Call up, let's call up Coachella. They, they look like they were having fun. The fans yeah, showed up. Yeah, whoever, right. whoever wins the, the um, what you call it, the Memorial Cup gets to uh replace the sharks next year <laughs> or, or that independent ahl team what the uh chicago wolves or one of the or the the checkers down there that, that weren't trying checkers, to yeah, get yeah. something with with the hurricane charlotte they, yeah, they can, they can yeah, yeah. Take the place of of the sharks here hell yeah or anybody that has anything to do with the united states hockey because even kids under the age of 14 do not have to wear neck guards let's go usa <laughs> hockey bring one of these teams up you're okay in my book all right, let's run through the ads here, sad boy. Ad boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 <laughs> combo of three points made plus receptions. Want to play alongside some prize picks favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Uh, <laughs> I'm supposed to share my personal endorsement. I have no idea what the fuck prize picks is. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Yo, it's, I know, it's a right? fantastic daily fantasy sports website where you can choose higher or lower. It's fantastic. We love it. We love prize picks, bro. Yeah, use it all the time. <laughs> Uh, you, you, uh, is that else? it? I have anything else there to no? say about there's a uh, oh, go there's to slash sgpn and use code sgpn for a first deposit match up to hundred dollars. That's prizepicks.com sgpn code sgpn. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Now you gotta you gotta do a read for our boy Jeff Fox too. Oh my thanks, Lord. Hal. <laughs> the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. In honor, we're giving away an MMA gambling podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. 
head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today. And make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. Fucking right, Joy. That got me buzzing, bro. I'm ready to go here. If that doesn't do it for you, those ad reads, I don't know what the... We got thumbs up from Gritty over there. I think we're feeling okay, all right? That's what we needed. We got Miss M in the chat, too. Fucking, if you're not hard after that, I don't know what else to tell you. All right, gentlemen, let's do what we came here to do. There's no news, and there's no news because we got a goddamn fucking monster 15-game slate set for Saturday, November 4th. Gentlemen, are we ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. All right, all right. Now, let's keep in mind, it was always remember, remember the 5th of November, Free for Vendetta style. But the 4th, we're going to remember, too, because you're going to go fucking all perfect on our fucking picks, baby. Let's go. First game on the docket. We are the Nashville Predators against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton here. Nashville on the money line sitting at plus 154. Edmonton on the money line at minus 185. The over-under is at 6.5. The over sitting at minus 130. The under plus 110. Ooh, how we feeling here, gentlemen? How we feeling here? I did no research on this game, but looking off the top of my head, I'm saying, fuck the Edmonton Oilers. This team is in shambles. McDavid is hurt. They got nothing else going on. Their goaltending stinks. Their defense kind of stinks. They got zero depth scoring going on here. Dry settles an absolute fucking stud. Connor Brown stinks. Everybody sucks. Give me the Preds, baby. UC Saros is going to go in there and be absolutely sick, and you'll never forget a couple years ago at an All-Star game, Soros absolutely robbed McDavid, and he was live on a mic on the bench, and he was like, this guy always does this. He always has my number. Anytime we play him, we just can't beat him. And he said, we collectively, which means Soros is going to go in there and just be lights the fuck out. Give me the Preds, plus 154 as far as over-under goes here. Oh, give me the over, baby, you know, because the Preds are going to score four or five goals on their own. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, the Oilers here are still looking for their first win at Rogers Place this season. They have one home win, but that came outdoors at the Heritage Classic, of course, last Sunday against the Flames. I, I can't back them here, minus 185. I think that that is a bit much. They're playing well. They have the best expected goals, 4% in the league, but Nashville is up there with, with the fourth best. So probably a pass game betting-wise for me, but if if you want to play it, it's a, it's an afternoon game. You know, play something on the Predators there, plus 154. But they're not playing well either. Back-to-back losses on the road in Vancouver and Seattle. Seems like it could be a, a get-right spot for Edmonton, who did outplay the Stars on, on Thursday night. So pretty much a pass game for me, but uh, Predators maybe have some value as a dog. Meanwhile, like I said at the top, uh, the Oilers are, are uh, having trouble scoring goals with McDavid not doing his thing, still being a little banged up and all that. But, yeah, it's tough to back him right now. Um, my number for them is uh, only minus one seventy eight two. So even if they were at uh, full strength, it, it's this line is he's too inflated. Plus, I'm kind of high on the Predators still. Uh, Ryan's they're not playing well, but they're they're fourth in terms of expected goal four percentage five on five. So uh, meanwhile, the uh, the the Oilers are um, <laughs> having trouble in net with uh, Campbell and Skinner both uh, not playing well and a little better lately, but uh, still not good enough to mask their other problems. So. Yeah, it's, it's uh, over or nothing, I think, with, with the Oilers. Uh, they're bound to start getting more in the net. Um, their shooting percentage will go up over over time. It's it's uh, pretty average right now. And their power play has got to get going, too. Like, this was uh, an historic power play last year, but so far, uh, not so good. Uh, and so, yeah, give me, give me the over. Meanwhile, for the total, uh, yeah, give me the over. 
Give me the over. <laughs> and for the total, give me the over. I love that. Let's go. Uh, all right, moving down to the 4 p.m. time slot here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Arizona Coyotes game itself is at uh, Arizona State University. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line sitting at minus 125. The Yotes on the money line at plus 105. The over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 102. The under minus 118. Boys, the Yotes have been sneaky good this year, but I just can't get behind it you know in certain games and when they're playing against a team like the winnipeg jets albeit the jets have struggled a little bit this year man you look at hellebuck's you know his stats 3.09 goals against average a 0.891 save percentage it's not that pretty man and technically the coyotes do have a better record than the jets this year i think maybe that's attributing to what we're seeing in this line but i just have to think of on paper I kind of still think the Jets are the better team, dude. And that's not putting anything against Arizona. They've been fucking so much fun this year. But I got to lean Winnipeg here. I absolutely think at minus 125, this is a steal of a line. Uh, so I'm going to be all over the Jets on this play. They need some of their big dogs to, to show up. You know, you need like Ehlers to show up. You need fucking Shifley to start fucking being gung-ho. Morrissey's had a decent start to the season. He's trailed off a little bit lately, but he's still an absolute killer, bro. But yeah, I'm, I'm all in on the Jets on this game. Minus 125 as far as over-under goes here. I think this one's going to be a little tight, you know. So I'm going to lean towards the under 6.5 and, and minus 118. You know, maybe we see a 2-2 game going into overtime or a 3-1, 4-1 final. So, uh, yeah, give me the Jets and give me the under. When the desert dogs are dogs in the desert, you got to take the desert dogs, and that is the case here. The Coyotes are plus 105, so that is the side I am on. You know, we make fun of Mullet Arena and being, being a college arena and whatnot, but at least they get sellouts. Winnipeg is just above San Jose in Buffalo in terms of 78% of their 15,000 capacity arena. So Coyotes here at home. Uh, they are better than Winnipeg so far this season in terms of record, as well in terms of expected goals. Four percentage so far. They have the 10th, and Winnipeg is uh, – where's Winnipeg at? Winnipeg's at, they're the 12th, so about the same. But Arizona at home, there's something about them in that arena. They're 3-1, and one, coming off a, a big win against Montreal and a back-to-back. I think we all kind of like the Habs there. So, so yeah, got to go with the Coyotes at home here, plus 105. Uh, for a total, no, no real strong lean on a total here. Probably a lean to the under just because it, it's hella buck, but I'm not going to bet the total. I'm just betting the Coyotes here as a dog. Meanwhile, the uh, the Jets are playing a, a much harder schedule than the Coyotes. Uh, seventh, according to that uh, Tankathon website. Uh, Coyotes are sick, 18th, so the Coyotes are playing a uh pretty much a, a cakewalk you know they, they played the ducks twice who are a decent team and all that but um yeah the jets have been running the gauntlet here playing the knights um and a bunch of other good teams lately so yeah i think the jets are the better team meanwhile and uh the coyotes though they, they're fun to watch you know I'll, I'll have fun watching them all season long cheer them on for my coach andre Tourigny and um logan cooley of course who uh continues to pass the puck uh with uh you know, with the poise of a veteran and uh, Michelli as well. Love, love watching these guys play, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I, I like the Coyotes, but uh, for this game, the, the Jets on the side, I think it only minus 125. My number is all right, minus 122. But yeah, it is, uh, the Jets are kind of struggling a little bit, but I think that this is a good chance for them to bounce back. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough place to play, I guess, the Mullet Arena, but uh I think if anyone could do it, it it's it's the the Jets here who are um yeah and, and shout out too to Cole Perfetti, my guy from last year. Uh, he, he needs to play more minutes, um, but the coach does not trust him, especially when they have the lead for some reason. I guess because he turns the puck over, or whatever. But he's he's a uh, 
he's a sick little player as well. So watch out for that guy. He he um he he should get more time in the power play too. I don't know why he's, he doesn't. He's 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 uh, he deserves more minutes and deserves time in the power play. And uh, I think he'll get those eventually as he continues to prove himself. Uh, total, yeah, I guess. The uh, Coyotes' goaltending is getting a little better. Vimelko is kind of, um, you know, leaky couple of games, but uh, he, he had a good game the other night. So I, I guess the under, but I, I didn't bet the total. But the Jets are, are my play here. Meanwhile. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got a Buffalo Sabres against the Toronto Maple Leafs, baby. Game itself is in Toronto here. Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 180. Uh, Toronto on the money line at minus 218. The over-under is sitting at 6.5, overpaying off minus 130. The under plus 110 in this game. Uh, if you're interested in Leafs puck line by chance, at minus 1.5, it's playing off plus 114. Uh, okay, so Toronto Maple Leafs, Buffalo Sabres. Couple key notes here. Uh, least expected to be without both defensemen, Jake McCabe, who is currently still injured. He has been for the past couple games, as well as Timothy Lilligren is expected to uh, to miss a serious amount of time. What uh, happened based there? On, what, what happened with Lilligren? Uh, apparently, he stumbled and threw himself into the boards and messed up his ankle. So yeah, that I, will I heard it was. A, I heard it was just uh, just a hockey play. So. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta. What do you? These Swedes, man, just throw themselves in the boards all the time. They just can't. They just can't get their feet underneath them. So, uh, um, now let's let me tell you, right, fan first here. The Buffalo Sabers. I wish there was like stats about how this team played against the Leafs for the past ten years, so I could document this. But I'll tell you right now, the Sabers beat the fucking shit out of the Leafs every time that they play. Now, I'm not going to be ballsy enough to take Buffalo on the money line at plus 180 in this game. Keep in mind, the Leafs are currently on a three-game losing streak. Joseph Wool is expected to win this game, or not win this game, start this game. Uh, but I'm going to be all over the Sabres puck line, dude, at plus one and a half and minus 135. If they if they lose, it's definitely going to be in like an overtime or not more than fucking two goals. Uh, and there's a damn right chance that they come out and win this game because you know what? They fucking always beat the Leafs, all right? So give me the Sabres minus 135 as far as over-under goes here. I'm a... Uh, I'm leaning a bit towards the under at six and a half plus one ten. You know, uh, pretty high on Joseph Wool. You can say, oh, he let in four goals on twenty-seven shots the last time he started. Well, if you look at that, that game was a four-one final. That game probably should have been a fucking eight-one final. Some of the ten bell saves that this kid made. So, uh, but we don't talk about that. We just look at the goals that went in because that's how we work in the Discord. But uh, either way, give me the under six and a half, and then give me the Sabers uh, plus one and a half minus one thirty-five on the puck line. Well, the Sabres are 7-19 and 19 in the last 26 meetings in Toronto. Looking at the last 10 meetings, they're 5-5, five, five and five, so, you know, equal, which should be... More, I don't believe more... that. I think that's a lie. You don't you don't believe those those stats either? There's I don't no believe those stats. Final scores. I mean, I don't it's, believe it, it should be more than that based off how Buffalo and Toronto... Like, it should be 7-3 and three for Toronto. So, <laughs> based on that, Buffalo has been killing them. Uh, yeah, they got kind of taken to the cleaners a bit tonight by the Flyers at home, 5-1 final. Meanwhile, Toronto just home there, sitting at home, just just hanging out, waiting for Buffalo to come to town. Border crossing game, but you know, not too much travel there from from Buffalo up to Toronto. I want to take the Leafs, but minus two twenty is too much. The puck line is only plus one fifteen. That's a bit much. So maybe look at the Sabers here, like Talon said, on the puck line, or just some little bit sprinkle on plus one eighty. Um, they did have one other back to back so far this season. They went from home up to ottawa they lost at home then one in ottawa six to four so you know they could bounce back a little bit um so yeah no no strong play real either way here maybe a lean to the under because that's the ways toronto playing but pretty much this is another another pass game for me 
Meanwhile, I've got something to say about the Leafs. Um, Do uh, tell. Yeah, Talon's rolling his eyes. Uh, well, you know, my guy, Nick Kiprios, I was listening to him go off about the Leafs, and uh, I was already thinking it yesterday, watch, watching the, what happened, and uh, he, he confirmed it. Uh, basically, what the problem I had, this is why I don't think that the Leafs are, uh, you know, it's why you're concerned about them long-term in terms of winning the Cup, is because when Marshan does that, the can opener, break, break Lindergan, Lindergan's carted off, there's no real response from the guys. There was like time at a chirping, whatever. If that was a lightning player, the whole fucking lightning team would just be attacking the other team nonstop. Like that's we that's the teams that win the cup too. Like the Avalanche did the same kind of thing when their guys got hurt. Blues, especially. But yeah, the Lightning are the, the the prime example. And I just want to see more of that from the Leafs. Like let's stick up for you guys, show that you care about each other and all that. So it just shows that they they brought us some new guys, you know, to bring in the so-called snot into the team. And and but uh, I still I still don't notice a true difference in terms of um, them caring and, and competing. For each other, so I just wanted to bring that up. As for this game, can I touch on one but, thing quick? But, but, but they, they signed Ryan Reeves, so I, I thought that was all cleaned up. <laughs> oh my god, right? No, no, okay. You know who took a lot of heat last game is Tyler Bertuzzi. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw it, but he was sitting there just laughing and joking around with Bruins players that well, fucking Lilligren was injured. So there's there's people saying, like, get this guy the fuck off my team, bro. Like, there's and then Keith fucking demoted him to the fourth line after that, too. Like, now, word around the team is that he is playing a little hurt. And keep in mind, Tyler Bertuzzi is a guy that, you know, 32 teams in the NHL should want on their team. You know, obviously, as he's shown up and put up the numbers that you would like to have seen so far with his tenure of the Toronto Maple Leafs, no, not at all. But, Joel, I can't argue with anything you said there. You brought in these guys and... Uh, even Bradtree Living sold the fan base on the narrative that, hey, you know, we're not going to let this shit fly anymore. And, you know, we've seen it the past couple of games where guys have been getting having runs at them and nobody's fucking doing anything. It's the same shit that we've seen for the past 15 years with this goddamn team. So, you know, I, what are we doing? Why are we, why are we bringing these people in? You know, like uh, to me, it just it, it's flabbergasting. You know, you bring in the tough guys, the Dolmies, the fucking Bertuzzi's, the Reeves, and you know, absence of the first fucking three or four games, nobody's really done anything. You know, so frustrating to say the least. Bertuzzi for Tyler Byers, straight up. Both got one year left in the deal. Oh Leafs God, need no. defense. Canucks need some snarl. No. Meanwhile, I, I love that. Um, but uh, as for my actual pick in this game. The line is a little, a little steep now, but I, I still lean the Leafs way with, with the Sabres uh, playing playing tonight. And again, kind of getting bullied and bossed around, so maybe they want to retaliate with, with the win against the Leafs. But the Leafs, you know, they can't look past the Sabres now. Like, they're they're in a war. Like, they're going to be in the playoff hunt with all these uh, good Eastern teams, so they can't really afford to look past these bad teams anymore. So I think that they, they're um, they going to be up for this one. And But I also like the over. I don't know who's going to play in net now. I think it's a... Uko Pekalukan in today, I think. Um, mm-hmm. It was. Um, Is Levi yeah. back yet? I heard that he was on track to come back, but I'm not okay. sure. But it doesn't really matter. It's either him or, or Comrie. Uh, it doesn't really matter. So I, I like the over anyway. I mean, Joseph Hall is the next Vezina winner, of course, but uh, I'm not scared of that. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Lilligren being out is a big deal. I know that the, the new it guy is. coming in, Magazine, mm-hmm. Magazine, whatever the hell his name is. Um, wow. Well, Lagason yeah, was in last game. Who's coming in now? Yeah, Lagason's played three games so far, so they're probably going to bring up uh, Simone Benoit. That's what talk around right. the team is. Right. So yeah, it, the a thin blue line gets thinner. So yeah, I, I like the over, but I lean to the Leafs, but it's it, the numbers getting a little too uh, crazy. So yeah, the, the puck line maybe, but uh, 
then again, the, the Sabres always do play the Leafs close, even when they lose. So, meanwhile, I pass. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Motor City in Detroit. Uh, Boston, the money line, sitting at minus 148. Detroit on the money line at plus 124. The over-unders at 6. Overpaying off minus 112. The under minus 108. Mr. Ryan Gilbert, we're going to throw this game over to you, buddy. What's going on in uh, Motor City here? Yeah, I, I love the Bruins here. Bruins here are, are 9-0-1 so far this season. Only had that, you know, lost to Anaheim at home. They have had a few close losses recently, beating the Leafs in a shootout, beating Florida in overtime. But they, they played played decently in, in both of those games. Um, you know, in, in the meantime, though, Detroit, they started out really hot, won uh, five in a row or so to start the season. They had a five-year winning streak at least. They've lost uh, for their past five. So while the, the Bruins are hot concurrently, the uh, Red Wings are kind of cold there. So love the Bruins here at minus 148. Uh, I think that's that's pretty low. You know, they, they, without McAvoy, without Grizzlick, we talked about it last show, but that that's they, they're able enough to get by without them, with, with Allmark and that or Swayman. Both are playing extremely well. And they're just, just a much better team than Detroit on the whole there. So give me Boston on the money line. Then for a total, I like the under two, under six at minus 108, or maybe a Detroit team total under two and a half. I think you can get plus odds on that. Boston has not allowed, Boston's only allowed more than two goals in, I think, one of their games so far this season. That was their loss. So all over Boston here in Detroit. Did you say you like the Bruins on your hole? On the hole. Not, not on my hole, on the hole. Okay. Just want to clarify that. <laughs> Going down there with the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Hibernation, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the Bruins have, have been good. They've been great. But uh, let's let's not forget that they played a bunch of shitty teams. I mean, they, they have bit a couple of good teams in a row now in the, in the Panthers and the, the Leafs, but uh, required overtime to do both. And they, I think that they were outplayed by the Panthers in that one. And they've just been bailed out by some leak goaltending. And I know that the line is, uh, you know, it, it looks uh, cheap for the Bruins here, minus 148. But uh, I, I think that the Red Wings are, you know, they're a decent team at home here. And uh, coming off the loss, I like them better than the, the Bruins, who are just coming off of an emotional win against the Leafs. But I think it's a, it's a decent spot to back the Red Wings here. But uh, I do need a bit of a better price than plus 125 or whatever it is there. Um but that's definitely the way I lean. But uh, I think the stronger play is is uh, the under. Uh, Red Wings, you know, they're they're kind of an attacking team still, but they're having uh, problems scoring. Meanwhile, the Bruins, even if you know, even if they lose, they're 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 uh, they're not going to lose by a four or five. So I think that the uh, the under six here is is a good bet. It seems like the uh, every Bruins total should be. Uh, five and a half at this point, the way that they play. So yeah, getting a cheap six here is. Uh, is the way I would look in this one. All right. Um, for myself, I got to go with Ryan on this one, dude. This Bruins team just finds a way to win. You can talk about, you know, level of schedule, you know, like toughness of schedule. You can talk about, you know, coming off a hard-fought battle with the Leafs. You know, basically, you can just disregard everything Joel Meyer just told. No, I'm just kidding. You've got some good points. But I, I'm on the Bruins on this one, dude. This team just wins fucking hockey games. And, you know, this is still a division game. So we might think of this as a little bit of a wash game here. You know, I'll just go and play Detroit. 
well, yeah, you know what? Detroit, as we talked about, they've been okay. So I don't expect the Bruins to be taking them lightly here. Uh, the goaltending we've been seeing out of Boston is just fucking unbelievable. You know, Swayman was so sick last game. If it's not him, we know what they have in Olmark as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm all over Boston in this game, minus 148 to take on uh, Vili Husso and or James Reimer and the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, as far as over-under goes, I don't love it at six, but, like, Detroit's been struggling to score, and we know the Boston fucking can keep it a little tight here. So if I had to, the under six, minus 108, but I don't really love it that much. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa, uh, or Canada, I should say. Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at plus 100. The Sens on the money line at minus 120. The over-under is sitting at seven. Pretty high here. Uh, the over paid off plus 114. The under minus 135. I don't know what to make of this game, man. Like, this is just two kind of shit shows going at it. And what do you do when you got a shit show? You end up just getting absolutely covered in shit. Tampa Bay is 0-3-1 on the road this year. All of their wins have been at home. Uh, Ottawa's 3-3-0 at home, you know? So that's – I don't know if that's good or not. It's – it's something, I suppose. But this team is just in shambles, bro. Jonas Corpusello, we talked about him a couple shows ago. This guy just can't get it done. And you got Jonas Corpusello against Jonas Johansson. We got the Jonas battle, yo. It, which, who's your favorite Jonas brother? That's what we're going at here. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Jonas Johansson in this game. Give me the lightning as dogs. I Maybe I'm stuck in the past three years here, but anytime I can see Tampa Bay a plus money, I don't give a fuck who they're playing. I'm going to have to take it, dude. And, you know, the Sens, they just lack leadership. You know, they 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 don't even got – they got interim GM, for Christ's sakes. This team is just looking a little bit ugly. They just got beat by the Kings, although they did battle back and make that a game. So give some credit where credit is due. But, yeah, if you're going to give me the Bolts a plus 100, I'll take it. As far as over-under goes, give me the over, man. Both these goalies are fucking mid generously. Yeah, hopefully uh, I'm not a, not a sucker here, but I'm going to go with the Sens at home at, at minus 120. Uh, the Lightning, you said it, 0-3-1 on the road, just lost in Columbus. Uh, I haven't looked into it too far, but I wonder if they're, with them being like a one-line team, if coaches are able to match that up, match their defensive lineup against Stamkos' line, and then, you know what, their depth go at it. Because Tampa Bay has taken a huge hit on their depth, also in net as well. Uh, you know, Johansson. Is is not is not a guy. He's a fraud. He doesn't not get oh, out there. Took you ten games to figure it out. Yeah, I mean his save percentage is still pretty good, but yeah, he's 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 not a guy there. Ottawa here at home, Saturday night at home, coming off a, a tough loss there to the Kings. I think they get it done minus one twenty. It, it's tough betting against the Lightning, knowing what the Lightning are, but they're not the same Lightning this season. So I'm going with the Sens minus one twenty uh, for a total. I do lean to the over seven at, at plus one fourteen there. Uh, I think there's just a, a better chance it goes over than it goes under. Uh, typically, what, what what a play, what a pick you go for there, but no, no bet on the total. Just like the Sens at minus one twenty. You guys see these uh, basketball courts today? You know, they for the, oh, uh, yeah, the yeah, in-season yeah. tournament, whatever you call it. It's, it looks like a video game the way that they got them painted. Uh, it's uh, arcade like. Anyway, it's, it's dumb. Yeah, NBA does dumb things. I actually kind of like the idea of this in-season tournament, though. Like the regular oh, season game. You're a soccer fan. fan. Yeah, exactly. Nobody fucking cares about seriously in North America. America. All right, all right, all right. Joel, if if LeBron James wins the NBA Cup, do they list that at his Hall of Fame announcement enshrinement? Is that uh, an accomplishment? Does anybody mm -hmm. care? Maybe. Maybe eventually, you know, if this thing okay, if if, 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 Jokic, if Jokic wins it, if, if if the Joker wins it, 
and then especially because it'll yeah. be around longer. I don't know. If okay, it's only about, one season thing, then no. But if it keeps going on and on, then what if the NHL instituted and the Detroit Red Wings won the in-season cup? Would you give a shit at all? Well, in that case, I would demean it. But I'm just saying, as a <laughs> objectively, it's kind of cool. There we are. Would you go to a Maple Leafs in-season cup parade? Yeah, I would. Okay, funny. Fine. It would be the biggest parade the city's ever seen. Right, you guys, I, I, you guys are missing I, out. You know, <laughs> imagine Bundesliga. seeing your team. Yeah, seeing in two competitions like uh, Bundesliga, Champions League, and even the Cup, the Pokal. So three competitions we have. So. I'm used to it. That's why I think it's cool. Anyway, um, we saw this game already, and the Senators were a much better team. But that was, of course, when they still had Thomas Shabbat and a couple of the other guys that they're missing right now. And, and that's a problem because they're not playing great hockey right now. Fifth worst in terms of expected goals for percentage. Five on five, but it's it's okay because their power play is still decent. Um, same kind of thing for the Lightning, except they're third worst in terms of expected goal for percentage. So that's the Lightning are playing really shitty hockey, especially on the road. And like Brian said, Johannes Johansson is he's not uh, good. He's not as good as his numbers might suggest. And Corpusal has been playing a little bit better lately, so you can uh, trust that maybe he's uh, got something in him that that um, may, would make him a starter in Ottawa. So yeah, give me give me the sense here. I kind of like the over though. But you need you need the six and a half. Give me the juice six and a half over the seven. Uh, it's the the seven is so important in hockey. There's so many games that end on seven. So. Yeah, I, I think it's worth paying the juice for the, the six and a half rather than the seven at plus money. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the record, uh, there's only two cups that really matter. It's the Stanley Cup and it's the Grey Cup, baby. Let's fucking go. Tickets for the Grey Cup in Hamilton were like 400 bucks. I was looking into Whoa. it. I was thinking of going, but I'm like, I don't, I'm not paying 400 bucks to go see a CFL game. <laughs> uh, I don't care if Green Bidet's playing. Was there, was there a game on today? Uh, I think it's tomorrow. I think. Okay. I believe. I figured so. they would have one on Friday. Yeah. No. Then they, they must have one on Sunday too, going against the NFL. Maybe there was one today. No. The, no. No. I don't know. We'll get back to you on this one. We'll check up <laughs> in a bit here. All I know is that the uh, the team that's going to win has a buy, so it doesn't matter anyways. All right, moving down to the seven o'clock game time slot again. We got the Montreal Canadiens, La Habitat de Montreal, facing off against the St. Louis Blues. La Blues de Saint Louis, uh, Montreal the money line sit at minus one hundred two. Saint Louis the money line at minus one eighteen. The over under is at six and a half. Over at plus one hundred. The under at minus one twenty. Here, uh, Saint Louis is on the second night of a back to back. How they are favored on the second night of a back to back against a team like Montreal, who I say a team like Montreal, like they're good. They're fine though. They've been playing okay hockey. So to me, I'm. I'm going to have to take the Habs here, man. Give me the Habs minus 102. This team has been playing well. They have like a winning record overall this year. And Martin St. Louis got his little band of merry men fucking starting up and, and doing good things. You know, that Cole Caulfield, we talked about it a few games ago. He's an absolute killer. He's lights out. I got a feeling that this guy's going to be a 50 goal scorer sooner rather than later. Um, so fuck yeah, give me the Habs, bro. I love it. Especially if Jake Allen's in net against fucking shitty. Six-year-old looking Joel Holfer. Get the fuck out of here with Joel. Who played tonight? Was it Holfer or Bennington? Benner. Benner. So tonight. yeah, Mont- we're gonna- Montembeau is confirmed uh, for tomorrow. Montembeau is confirmed. Yeah. Oh, I hate Montembeau, but um, all right, whatever. I still stand by it. St. Louis, blow me. You know, let's go Habs on this one. I don't know why I've been cheering for the Habs. That sucks. As far as over under goes in this one, I am staying clear of the over under. 
Yeah, it would have been a Jake Allen revenge game too here back in St. Louis. Mm. But it is Montembeau confirmed. Yeah, you got you got to go with the Canadians here, minus one hundred two. If you can still get them plus one hundred two, you know four cents even better. But yeah, Blues here going to be feeling good after this this home win against the Devils, who are a good team. Kevin Hayes had two goals, so good for him. But going to come crashing down here on Saturday on, on a back to back. They are zero and six in their last six games playing on no days rest. You know, Canadians let us down on Thursday there in, in Arizona, but in St. Louis on a back-to-back, I think they get it done here. So minus 102 for the Canadians. And then for a total, I would lean to the under here, under six and a half at minus 120, but not as strong as a play as the Canadians are. I am also on the, the Canadians here. Uh, Blues are, um, yeah, they're dead last in terms of expected goals for, and I guess it's a pr- pretty easy schedule so far too. And uh, the Canadians, you know, they're, I think that they are uh, a bit fraudulent themselves. They got the best uh, save percentage so far in the league between their two goalies. That's going to come down. And they have a good uh, shooting percentage as well. But I think that they're hot right now and they keep it up and uh, take on a, a tired Blues team who just had to uh, beat a good Devils team. So, yeah, with hope for Annette, I, I don't know if that's too much of a downgrade from Bennington right now. But, yeah, it doesn't really matter the goaltending there. I think that the Blues fall up, fall short uh, against the Habs, who are coming off of two losses, but they're in both games, both lost by one goal, uh, including in a shootout or an overtime win against the, the Knights. Um, so, yeah, give me, the, give me the Habs here and uh, give me the over as well. I think that the, uh, the Canadians can keep scoring some goals and uh, the Blues can, uh, I don't know, contribute a couple themselves because the Canadians' uh, defense and goaltending isn't uh, as great as it looks so far. So, yeah, it's uh, Canadians and the over for me. And who's that coming along? Who's that coming along? Oh, oh, that's right. Let's go, Joe. <laughs> Let me find the answer. Uh, okay. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with all fame bets, the sports betting analytics platforms, parties, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soft bet. With historical stats and data, enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. So all players have a hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dock. Join over 30,000 users. Research Hall of Fame Bets. Crap more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app. Visit hofbets.com and use coach SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Stop researching. Stop winning with Hall of Fame bets. I'm going to go get some gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, Coach O, ladies and gentlemen. What a fucking... How know. lucky are we? How lucky are we to have Coach O on the Hockey Gambling Podcast, bro? We are absolutely blessed. You know, Maybe one day we'll be able to get him back for another segment. I would love to get that guy on for... What was it for a fucking snuggle or struggle? You know, maybe we'll see Coach O sometime for something like that. Um, all right, keeping things moving here at the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington here. Columbus on the money line, sitting at plus 120. Washington on the money line at minus 142. Over unders at six and a half. Over paying off plus 102. The under minus 122. This game fucking stinks. Uh, I don't really have a good lean on this. Like, with all these games going on, if you're sitting here watching the fucking Jackets and the Capitals, like I don't know what you're doing with your life. Both these teams are terrible. One's fifth in the Metro, one's sixth in the Metro. Oh, 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 oh. 
Oh, you know what? Give it my boy Ovi. Let's go, Ovechkin. The hunt, the hunt's on to pass Gretzky's record here. Let's pop in two tomorrow. Give me the caps. I, I'm not betting this. I don't recommend you do either, but I'll be on, uh, I guess, Washington minus 142 if I had to as far as over-under goes. Uh, let me look at some stats here. Uh, both teams kind of suck at scoring, and both teams suck at not getting scored on. So I don't fucking know. Over-under. Give me the over. Let's go. Ovi Hattie. Come on. Yeah, I don't want to bet on the the Blue Jackets. I don't want to bet on the Capitals. I don't trust the offense. I don't trust the goaltending here. But if I had to bet it, I would take the Capitals minus 142 and the under 6.5 minus 122. Well, that was short. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I actually really like this game. uh, Of course course you do. (laughs) It's a mid-season tournament starter. (laughs) Yeah, give me the fucking Blue Jackets. (laughs) I have these teams basically identically rated, so that just gives the home ice advantage to the Caps, bringing it up to around minus 110. So plus 120, great bet on the Blue Jackets here. It's, uh, these teams aren't far apart, if at all. Uh, both are, um, you know, basically the same team. They both have trouble scoring, both have shitty defense and questionable goaltending. It's already uh, confirmed that Charlie Lindgren will be starting for the Caps. So you know, they, I can't say there's an advantage goaltending for the Blue Jackets, given who they put in that. But uh, still, it's better than Kemper being in for the Caps. So I like the uh, the Blue Jackets here. I kind of like the under as well, just given the fact that the you know two shitty teams going at it. But that can go either way. Uh, so no, no real, um, no real strong play in the total. But lean under, but strong play on these Blue Jackets. All right, moving down to the seven thirty p.m. time slot here. Yeah, a bit of a better game. Not hard to get better than that. But we got the Carolina Hurricanes against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York. Carolina on the money line is sitting at minus one twenty. New York on the money line at plus one hundred. The over under is at five and a half. Over paying off minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred here. Um, this is a toughie, bro. This could go either way. I really, really, really think. The Canes are going to start getting things back on track, and I think they're going to start doing it soon. Obviously, they had a bit of a tough loss against the Rangers uh, the other night yesterday uh, in a 2-1 final here. Who played in that game by chance? Was that Freddie? Obviously, it's not a back-to-back, but I'm just curious. I think it was Anderson. It was. Yeah. It was um. Yeah, you know what? Give me the give me the Hurricanes here, man. And that's no slight against the Islanders. I think the Islanders have themselves a, a boring, but albeit good team this year you know that's just that's the islanders every year you know boring but boring but you know tolerable i suppose but carolina is they should be at least you know elite among the elite i think it's about high time that they start fucking acting like it and playing like it so give me the canes minus 120 on the road here uh and as far as over under goes at five and a half bro i hate this number but you know what sorokin anderson fuck it give me the under five and a half and plus 100 why not yeah, uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, I love the Hurricanes here at minus 120. It seems like after their their first, you know, six or so games, they figure things out. In the first six games, they outscored opponent or they were outscored 30 to 28, which is a total of 58 games and 58 goals in six games. So almost almost 10 goals per game. In their past five games, they've outscored teams 10 to 9. So much more like Hurricanes hockey, only 19 goals in those five games, less than four. Per game, so so I love the under five and a half at plus one hundred here between a Islanders team that that can't score and the Hurricanes team that doesn't have too much offensive firepower. Hurricanes five straight unders after starting the season with six straight overs. Islanders are an under team here, so give me the Hurricanes minus one twenty and the under five and a half at plus one hundred. 
Yeah, this is a tough one now at these uh, current prices, but I still lean to the Islanders here at even money. It's uh, just the, they're playing more impressive hockey than me right now, you know, and they, not even just the goaltending. Like the, they're playing better defense than they have for the last couple of years in the regular season. And yeah, even the offense has, uh, you know, they can they can sit on the lead. They know how to do that. You know, when they get a goal, they just, they're very disciplined. They don't turn the puck over. They don't commit stupid penalties and they just play a smart hockey. So it's the same kind of thing applies to the Hurricanes traditionally, but uh, this year they're, they're, they're kind of all over the place. I mean, yeah, Ryan said they're, they're getting a little better lately. But uh, it, it's it's um, still very inconsistent. So uh, give me give me the uh, very small lean to the to the Isles here at even money. But yeah, stronger play on the under for many of the same reasons. It's just uh, both teams are having trouble scoring, I guess. But <laughs> the Islanders don't need to score because they can hold the opponent to uh, a goal or a shutout every freaking game. So yeah, I, I think that the the under here is 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 the play. It's much like a Bruins game with the Isles. It's just every game is the same. They're just uh, two one, one nothing, two nothing. Uh, you you seldom see um, uh, goals scored in these games with how they play and then how elite their goaltending is. With Thoreau complaining better too of late and Varlamov too. Like he got the shutout the mm-hmm. other night, so it doesn't really matter who they put in net. They uh, they managed to play in front of them and uh, protect them, and that's how they've been uh, having success this early season. Farley's the man, yo. So happy to see you still killing it at his old age. Um, all right, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We have the Los Angeles Kings against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is at Philly at Broad Street. Uh, L.A. on the money line is sitting at minus 170. Philly on the money line at plus 142. The over-unders is 6.5. Overpaying off minus 112. The under minus 108. Mr. Gilbert, first of all, will you be in attendance to this game? Second of all, are they giving out any free cool shit at the Flyers game? Third of it all, what the fuck is going to happen in this game? I am currently monitoring ticket prices because, of course, I am for this game Saturday night and deciding if, if, whoa, whoa, whoa. if it's if going to dro- be worth if they drop to under 30 bucks, you might go. Well, they're like 50 right now, which is which is oh, a lot man. to see. If because I'm not confident the Flyers are going to win this. The Flyers are, are undefeated in, in the two games I've seen, but this is a tough spot for him. You know, coming back home from Buffalo, good win up there, five one. They were able to roll roll four lines. I think Hathaway got a goal. They got two goals early, so not a ton of energy there, but still a back to back against a really good Kings team here who, who I, I like a lot. I think they're very undervalued there in the Western conference, but you know, I got to go with my flyers here. Plus one forty two at home should be a Cal Peterson revenge game against the Kings. Uh, his probably first NHL start of the season His AHL numbers. Aren't good. Don't look at them. They're not good. Ignore them completely. <laughs> flyers plus one forty two. Uh, then for a total here, I might have to lean to the under. Under six and a half, minus 108. Kings are an under team. And I think the Flyers can you know, play a good tight checking game, win like a 3-2, 4-2 type game here. Yeah, the Kings have uh, the best expected goals, four percenters in the league right now. They're, they're playing elite hockey, so it's, it's not just about the results. Their, their underlying numbers are looking pretty damn good. Um, it's kind of the same for the Flyers, although they, they did lose a few games before they uh, stomped the Sabre today. They're eight in terms of expected goals, four percentage, five on five. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of like both teams, way they've been playing and all that. Um, but at home, plus 142, I got to lean the lift the Flyers way. Uh, a little concerning that, you know, there's no Carter Hart and all that, but <laughs> never write off, uh, you know, a goalie revenge game, especially someone like Cal Peterson, who has shown that he was very good before i don't know he's just had a one bad year and all of a sudden he just forgot how to play hockey play net um, got paid yeah that's true yeah he, he lost the drive 
he already got the money. He got he secured the bag, and then he fucking left the uh, the team behind. Um, so yeah, I, I lean to the Flyers here at uh, a nice number, but I expect it'll only go up once Cal Peterson is confirmed, and then people start looking at those AHL numbers. Uh, so yeah, it's it's uh, lean to the Flyers here, but I, I kind of like the over a lot more uh, with how Todd McClellan's playing uh, his team now, setting them up. Uh, Kings are involved in a bunch of over games. That game against the Sens would go over if the Sens could fucking hit the net. Um, so yeah, I, I think that the uh, the over would be this the stronger play here for myself. Uh, Sean Couture is also day to day. He's expected to miss Saturday's game. Not shocked. Yeah, <laughs> who could have seen a Couture? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, for myself here, I think you guys are fucking insane. Give me the Kings, bro. Give me the Kings in regulation, too. What's that sitting at? Like fucking even money or something? Maybe minus 110, Close minus time. 115. Yeah, I will be all over that. This Kings team is uh, third in the league for goals for per game. They're averaging 4.2 goals. If you're trying to tell me the fucking, what's his name, Cal Peterson's going to come in here and just be absolutely lights out. Yeah, I ain't buying it, all right? This guy's been down in Lee Valley. Is that the farm? Is that the farm team, Ryan? Lee Valley. Lehigh, Lehigh Valley. Lehigh Valley. Well, Lehigh Valley, yeah. he's been down there, Lehigh Valley, with his four million dollars, just fucking banging hookers and just doing blow. You know what else you can do here in the AHL, making four million dollars a goddamn year? So you're telling me that? Yeah, no wonder his numbers stink. He's been fucking. He's getting Lehigh. He's getting Lehigh in the Valley, you know, so 100%. But no, on a serious note, the Kings should, should, you know, should uh, beat the absolute piss of the Flyers in here. I'm sorry, Ryan, but I'll be all over them in regulation. Uh, As far as over-under goes here, yeah, I'm leaning towards the over as well, man. Like, you know, Philly's been, they're in the middle of the pack. They're averaging 3.2 goals for per game. And let's, let's be honest, the goaltending that we've been seeing from, uh, from LA, you know, whether it be Cam Talbot or... Uh, who is the yeah, Phoenix Copley? Neither of them have been too stellar, so yeah, I don't hate the over at six and a half, but I absolutely love LA in regulation in this game. Okay, moving down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the New York Rangers against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota here. Rangers on the money line sitting at minus 110. The Wild on the money line at minus 110 as well. We got to pick them here, gentlemen. The over under is at six. Both over-unders paid off minus 110. We got a double pick them game. Get both your fingers in your noses. We're double picking. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, so Jonathan Quick has been confirmed in this game. And for some reason, people are saying that like it's a bad thing. Yes, he's only started two games this year. He has a 0.41 goals against average and a 0.982 save percentage. Is my boy Jonathan Quick just taking a bunch of fucking dip Loading up the chew and tobacco. He's got a full horseshoe going on in his jaw right now. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to just shut out the fucking Minnesota Wild. Let's go. I absolutely love the Rangers in this game. They're 8-2-0. They're 5-0, or sorry, 6-1-0 on the road. Are you kidding me? The Wild have lost four in a row. The Rangers have won 6-0. Like, what are we talking about here? How the fuck is this game a pick I love this so much. I'm doubling down. Not only do I like the Rangers minus 110 on the money line, give me the Rangers and fucking regulation at plus 125. What am I missing here? Is it just Jonathan Quick? People are just writing them off. Like, is that, is that what we're talking about here? I don't know. Over total. Don't give a shit about the total in this game. I'm just fucking going batshit crazy over the Rangers here. 
Yeah, I, I'm with you on the crazy pills there. I'm on the Rangers at, at minus one ten here. They're just, uh, I think, a much better team. They're, they're they're not playing quite to an eight and two record. Their expected goals for percentage is in the, the bottom half of the league, but so is the Wild. Wild are in the, the bottom ten there. So I, I can't bet on the Wild here. It's, it'll probably be Flurry, Flurry versus Quick. Good good old Gray Bush battle there. But I, I think Quick, you know, Quick. Could could just revive his career a little bit here as a backup. Only have to play you know once a week if that he can he can manage that. He's been good so far. So Rangers here minus one ten. They've been extremely hot coming in as you said. Won six in a row. Wild have lost four in a row. Of course, you know some, some tough opponents in there. Back to back to the Devils, but they did lose to the Capitals. Lost to the Flyers as well. So yeah, Rangers here and a pick them. I love that, and I'll take the under six as well in a pick on minus 110. Rangers just playing a lot of under hockey so far this season, so that's uh, pretty correlated there. Well, after kind of a sluggish start under a new coach, uh, Peter Laviolette's got him going, these Rangers, um, but I'm not quite there yet in terms of upgrading them too much. Need to see uh, a bit more, plus, um, you know, the reason why the line is what it is because they lost uh, Norris winning defenseman, Adam Fox, and Philip Pedel, their, their number two center. So that that's that explains the line here. Plus Jonathan Quick being in, of course. So my number right now is the Wild minus O two. So that, that's the way I'm going. Give me the Wild here. I think that they can. You know they've had a tough stretch of games here. Uh, too many losses than they'd like to see. But uh, there's a, there's a good team beneath the surface, and I think that they can come up and play in this one. They're the more desperate team. Uh, Rangers coming off of a. Uh, the win against their Metro rival, the Hurricanes, in which they were slightly outplayed, but just bailed about Shesterkin. And I don't think Jonathan Quick is Shesterkin. Maybe he's uh, he's he's hot right now and all that, but I don't think he's gonna continue with that. So uh, yeah, give me the give me the Wild and the the under. I guess I think that the uh, the Wild can uh, you know play some defensive hockey and all. And then that, that six is is pretty is pretty high for this Rangers team that that have played a lot of under so far this year and are typically an under team. I mean, their, their shooting percentage isn't good, and uh, they just rely on their, their power play more often than not. So uh, under six, but a star play on the, the home team, the Minnesota Wild. All right, moving out of the 8 p.m. time slot here. This has been a fucking ride, boys. Holy shit. Moving out of the 8 p.m. time slot. We got the Florida Panthers. Against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago here. Florida on the money line sitting at minus 198. Chicago on the money line at plus 164. Over under sitting at six and a half. Old over under sitting at plus, or minus 110. Uh, if you are interested, Florida in the puck line at minus one and a half is sitting at plus 124. Boys, I'm going to throw this back a little bit. We're going to go a little old school on this pick, okay? Oh, here we do go. Know, do you know Talent what we headaches. have here? Do you know what we have here? We got the Cox. And not just any cocks. We got the big, the long, the hard, the hairy, the black cocks. <laughs> and who are they playing? They're playing the pussies. And what do we know about big old black cocks? Big old black cocks. Fuck pussies, okay? Give me Chicago on the money line. Plus 164. My girl sitting right beside me right now. She is not very impressed, but I absolutely love Chicago <laughs> in this game. The over-under is six and a half. We're going to go over because when we're getting screwed, we're getting screwed hard, baby. Let's go, Chicago. Let's go over six and a half. Yeah, I, I can't back the Panthers here, especially on the road at, at minus 200. I think they're, they're definitely a better team than the Blackhawks here, but Saturday night you get the Blackhawks. I think you have to go with them. A black cock at home? There's there's nothing nothing more powerful than that. So so plus one sixty four, I think has to be the play 
on a side. And then the total, I'd lean to the under six and a half minus 110. Neither of these teams can score too much here. So uh, I think it'd be a, a low scoring game here with Blackhawks uh, squeaking out a win. Do the right thing, Joel. Uh, no, no, I'm not <laughs> going to uh, war with the Blackhawks. It's, it's, uh, He's it's been there before style. and he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> he's still walking with a limp. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. No, no, I'm going with the Panthers. Uh, these, these, uh, this pussy has claws and they're, they're going to, they're going to scratch him up through your, your black cocks. <laughs> they're not getting out without a few uh, cuts and bruises. Um, so yeah, they're the Panthers on the side. <laughs> no, that's not all I got. The Blackhawks are the second worst uh, expected goals against, and they're barely behind the Sharks. And the Sharks have played a much harder schedule, so the Blackhawks might be even worse potentially than the Sharks. So uh, give me the team total over three and a half for the Panthers. I know they haven't played exactly as well as they did last year in terms of scoring goals last two years, really. Um, but uh, I think that they can do uh, some damage against the, the shitty Blackhawk team. So. Yeah, give me, the, give me the Panthers team total over three and a half. I think that's the way I'm going to play this one. Okay. Uh, I can't, we can't blame you. All right. <laughs> Moving down to the 10 p.m. time slide here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the, oh, my God. Against the, like, I don't know if you can call this team Sharks. Like, these guys are like little minnows. The We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the San Jose Minnows. Game itself is in San Jose. Pittsburgh on the money line sitting at minus 230. The Minnows on the money line at plus 190. The over-under sitting at 6.5. Overpaid off minus 120. The under plus 100. Mr. Joel Meyer, I'm going to you in this game, buddy. Please, 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 please tell me you're not betting San Jose. No, 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 not this time. I'm, I'm done with them. You know, I'm, I'm more done with them than I am with the Flames even because uh, I'm betting against them. We're going to go with the Penguins here. Again, just like the Panthers game, team total over. Penguins have been actually very good offensively, at least uh, in terms of the underlying numbers. Uh, number two in the league in terms of expected goals for percentage. Um, yeah, the Penguins here are expected goals for, not expected goals for poor percentage. Uh, so they, they can they can score some goals. They, they, they just uh, suck in terms of shooting percentage, and they, they can't get the power play going, but I think that'll come along, and the Sharks are a great testing ground for that. They, they'll get their, uh, their mojo going against the, the shittiest uh, fish in the sea. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you can't back the sharks. This line, you know, it's already go- only gone one way, and I think it keeps going up because I don't know if there's a number big enough to back the sharks right now, especially not when uh, the Penguins can't afford to really lose another game and, and get, uh, you know, too far behind in the playoff race. So Penguins have to win this game. <laughs> we know about that from last year, though. They don't necessarily win these games. They yeah, have to you're win right. These shitty teams. So, uh, but still, I think that they do enough, at least to win three and a half goals. They can lose, just score fucking four goals, because that's my bet. Give me the Penguins on the uh, on the team total. I'm going with the other team total here. The San Jose Sharks under two and a half is at minus 115. I think that's you know incredibly low, given that they've scored 10 goals through uh, 10 games so far this season. Only scored more than two goals, I believe, once. That was against Carolina. Hurricanes won her back-to-back. Also going to look at under... Uh, Team total under one and a half at plus 235. They've scored one goal or fewer in every game except that game against Carolina. So uh, I'll look for for a shutout at plus 800 I'm seeing here. Uh, Tristan Jari has two wins on the year. Both are shutouts against Washington and Colorado here. So could just see Penguins pouring it on. But uh, I think team total under two and a half minus 115 is the easiest thing to bet in any Sharks game nowadays. 
Yeah, I'm a, like I said, I don't know how you argue to bet the Sharks in any which way possible in this game. I'm sorry, there's a guy in the Discord that we love. Try to make an argument. Can't go for that. Uh, and I, I really like something Joel said there. Like, I know Pittsburgh's taking a lot of shit. They're only three and eight. They're, you can say they're struggling, but I don't think they're playing as bad as everybody says they're. They're just simply not scoring goals, man. This team is first in the league in average shots for per game. They're averaging 35.9. Uh, and then you look at even some of the simple stoop. I know what you can call it minuscule, but it's as simple as face-offs. They're first in the league for face-off wins. You got Crosby. Anytime you have fucking Crosby, you got a chance to win. The only problem is they're not scoring goals. They're only averaging 2.89 goals for per game. That's exactly what Joel said with the shooting percentage, right? And I think that that's not sustainable in a bad way. You're going to see that number go up eventually, you know? And I think this team should, they should at least be absolutely licking at their fucking, they should be like, frothing at the mouth to play the Sharks right now. Because, okay, let's go in there. Let's score 12 goals against fucking San Jose. Let's even these numbers out, and let's start to go on a goddamn heater here. And you know what? That's what I'm expecting to see out of this Pittsburgh team tomorrow. So I like everything that all of you said there. Give me Pittsburgh over on the team total. What do you say? Three and a half? Give me San Jose under on the team total of fucking two and a half or one and a half, two and a half, whatever that is. Give me Pittsburgh on the puck line, minus one and a half, plus 105. Give me Pittsburgh of regulation, even if that's sitting at like minus 160. I don't give a shit. I'll still hammer it. So, like, fade the Sharks. Penguins are going to bounce back a little bit here. The Pittsburgh Penguins, mark my words, the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to make playoffs. You heard it right here, okay? I was just about to ask. You can get them to make the playoffs, minus 102. You can get them to miss at plus 120. Which one do you like better? Make, 100%. Joel? Miss. Yeah, I, I'm on you with miss as well. Uh, you too. Too many miss. good teams in the East. And the Especially the Metro. Flyers, Flyers are going to finish better. Than <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the line of that on that is because the Flyers are way down the list in terms of the, the odds to win the division. So yeah, you get a nice shouldn't. juicy number on a matchup. Are you that. telling me the Flyers are going to finish off better than the Penguins? No, but might bet might. it at a nice price. Oh, no. you guys can lick my Penguins, okay? <laughs> All give, right. give, 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 give us the odds, and we'll bet it bet against you. Yeah, All right, what are the odds? What are the odds? I don't know. You you have to make them. Well, isn't there a head-to-head matchup we can find somewhere? Not 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 during the season. No. Fuck, I don't know. I'll, like, I'll, I'll come up with something. Like, yeah, let's get the, the line maker here. And then, then uh, yeah, we can judge okay. it off of that. Get back to me on this one. All right, moving on to the Tempio time slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Vancouver Canucks game itself is in Vancouver here. Dallas on the money line, sitting at minus 125. Uh, Vancouver on the money line at plus 105. The over-under is at six. Over sitting at minus 112. The under at uh, plus 102. I might take a little bit of heat for saying this, man. I know the Canucks are 7-2-1. and one. Thatcher Demko's been absolutely fucking lights out here, but like, and the truth be told, Vancouver's been scoring, you know, now putting up 10 fucking goals against the San Jose Sharks in one game might help that stat as well here. And their power play has been electric. There's no way of fucking arguing with that. But I got this team. I still like them, but I got them kind of the opposite as the Penguins here. I think they're playing above where necessarily they might be. And some people might not like that, man. I don't know. I don't know what the advanced analytics all say, but I've seen some of these Canuck games, man. And a couple of them I've watched, like they've looked a little shaky in periods of time throughout the game. So is that the real Canucks? Is it not the real Canucks? I don't know. Pedersen's been an absolute stud. Quinn Hughes has been a fucking killer out there. So you can't get around that, but playing against a solid quality team, like Dallas stars here, I'm going to have to take the stars on the road, man. 
Uh, and like I said, that's no slouch against Vancouver. But the Stars are 4-0-1 uh, on the road so far this year. They're coming into this game on a three-game winning streak. I absolutely love Dallas in the spot at minus 125. Jake Ottinger versus Thatcher Demko. Boys, whoop, whoop. Sound of goalie games. Did we get more of a goalie game than this? If both these guys are starting, that's going to be absolutely fucking sick. Leaning towards the under here at 6 plus 102. Long term, kind of expecting the Canucks, you know, goal scoring to drop down a little bit as well as a power play. But uh, give me the stars. Give me the under. Yeah, the Alan, the analytics agree with the Talonetics here. Uh, the, the Canucks have the fifth worst expected goals, 4% in the league at 43.82. Stars have the sixth best at 54.94%. You know, should be a, a good matchup here. Seven win teams, but I think Dallas has it. They've won back-to-back games on the road, swept the battle of Alberta there on back-to-back nights, which is pretty impressive. So, you know, third game of four nights, you might may expect them to slow down a bit, which kind of explains this line at only minus 125. But Vancouver, you know, they haven't played that many good teams and they haven't beat them. I mean, they, they lost to, they've lost to Tampa Bay, lost to the Flyers, lost to the Rangers, beat San Jose, oh, Nashville. Had to throw that one in, eh? <laughs> St. Louis, uh, <laughs> Nashville again, Florida. So like, I, I'm not trusting Vancouver right now. I like them long-term. I, I like Demko for Vesna. I like Hughes for, for Norris. I like Patterson for Hart as a long shot. But in this game, I like the Stars at minus 125. And yeah, it should be a goalie game here. Uh, two Vesna bets that I like, Ottinger and Demko here. So hopefully a lower-scoring game with the with the Stars coming out on top. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Demko and Ottinger are my two... Vezina bets with the easiest path to victory. We just need to beat down those, those uh, Russians up top. Um, Hellebuck and Saras, I don't think, have a chance, really. I mean, it's a long way to go, but so far, they, they, they nah, not really. Uh, anyway, so I do hope it's an under game, and I think it will be with, with those two studs in net. And um, the Stars, the way they play, they tend to slow the game down. It's, it's not a really fast, high-paced style of play. So I think that the under is the right play there. And the numbers say for me to, to take to take the stars here. Uh, minus one twenty two is what I make it. But uh, yeah, Ryan mentioned the the, the bad um, spot here, being on the road in the West Coast, third game in four nights, and they they look tired as fuck against the Oilers, which is why they were able to come back in the game. The Oilers did. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a, not the best spot for the for the stars here. So give me the give me the Canucks at home. Um, yeah, they've been in every game, even the games they lost. Uh, maybe the Flyers was probably their worst one, and they still only lost what two, three, nothing. Um, so yeah, I think that the the Canucks for targets got them going, and uh, you know the, the the underlying numbers don't look great, but uh, the shooting percent has been awesome. So we're gonna ride the hot hand there, and then uh, the goaltending of Demko. So uh, hopefully he starts, but I don't see why he wouldn't. So uh, yeah, this the the Canucks are the hot team right now. Both teams are hot, of course, but uh, yeah, I think that the Canucks have a a little more gas in the tank than the stars do. So that that's the side I'm back in here. All right. We're almost there, boys. Moving down to the next game here at the 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Calgary Flames against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle here. Uh, Calgary, the money line's in at plus 105. Seattle, the money line at minus 125. The over-under is at six. Overpaid off minus 115. The under minus 105 here. Oh, shit. I don't even know what we do here. The Flames have lost six in a row, bro. Like, it's ugly. Like, it's it's bad. Oh. But can is it bad enough to get behind Seattle? Ryan said. Ryan said we all get a pass game. But you know what? I ain't fucking taking that. Give me the Kraken. Let's fucking go here. 
Uh, I was absolutely blasting some mud honey at work today. So you know what? If that ain't a sign from God, I don't know what else is. Give me the crack at minus 125. Mud honey kicks ass. Uh, and as far as over under goes here, holy shit. Philip Grubauer. Do we got to torch him again? His numbers are getting a little bit better since last time we recorded. But Jacob Markstrom's numbers have gotten a little bit worse. So uh, I would be leading towards the over at six in this game, minus 115. Uh, you know what I got a problem with here? Okay. Who was it? I think the, the Flames were playing, was it Tampa the other night? I believe so. Do, 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 let me double check. The Flames were playing Dallas. Sorry, my bad. Flames were playing Dallas on uh, on Wednesday. It was a fucking one-goal game with 50 seconds left. The Calgary Flames had the face-off in Dallas's end. Jonathan Huberto wasn't on the ice. Okay? If Daryl Sutter did this, Daryl Sutter would be getting carved out the fucking asshole. You know what? I think we as a community owe a fucking apology to Daryl Sutter because clearly he was not the problem last year. Jonathan Huberto has no fucking drive to be in Calgary. This guy was 18 years old, drafted, lived in Florida for fucking what? Like eight years of his life, driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis and all this crazy shit. Goes to Calgary. Guess what? You didn't have to sign the extension, but you took the fucking money for seven or eight years, whatever it fucking was, over $10 million, you got to start playing with it. This is inexcusable. Fuck that, man. We owe Daryl Sutter an apology. Jonathan Huberto needs to get his fucking head out of his ass and start playing some goddamn fucking hockey. Because this guy, whether he likes it or not, he is the Calgary Flames. There's nobody else. There's no way fans are at butts about it. Yes, they have other serviceable players. Most of them are going to be fucking gone after this year anyways or by the deadline but i'll tell you what if this guy doesn't pull his fucking head out of his ass this team fucking they might as well go to the sun just like fucking san jose okay on inexcusable inexcusable uh, excellent rant yeah i mean their core is a 30 year old huberdo a 29 year old uyghur and a 33 year old old cadre who's you know not gonna be great towards the second half of his contract for seven million dollars a year, but yeah, for this game, you, you got to go with the Kraken here at home. I think minus one twenty-five. Uh, Flames are one four and one on the road. Did, did, it, did it play well uh, Wednesday night against Dallas? Out shooting them forty-seven thirty, but could not get it done. They've just been awful on the road too. Five-two, six-two, three-one loss in, in Columbus. Lost in Washington. They should have won that game. I bet them then. The Kraken, you know, they've they've been up and down, back to back wins, a few, a few overtime games in there. So, the Kraken at home on a Saturday night, uh, minus one twenty five, is a good look there. Uh, no real strong play on the total, but one more note on the Canucks. It looks like the, at least Fanduel has reacted to the Jack Adams market uh, well enough. Rick Tockett is now the favorite there at nine to one. Indeed, indeed, uh, as he should be, uh, especially after last night. People can no longer avoid betting him but um yeah you mentioned jonathan huberdo more like huberdo am i right to, uh, <laughs> yeah i got him Joel. shamelessly Ooh, steal gorgeous. sharks the joke and improve on it <laughs> um uh yeah but you know you're totally right about daryl sutter like this team was much better last year they're just uh you know unlucky this year they don't they don't have they're just shit <laughs> they don't have the numbers they don't have anything they, they can't, can't score they still can't score the only good the only better they the only thing better about this team is uh, Jacob Marks was playing well finally, but that's not enough to win games, unfortunately, for the Flames, for the city of Calgary, and for myself. But uh, like I said, I, I, I raised the anchor. We're, we're sailing off. We're not betting the Flames anymore, at least not yet. 
So I'm passing the side, but I do like the under. I mentioned Jacob Markstrom playing playing great. The Kraken don't have a great offense right now. They're they're kind of showing a little bit of the, the regression in their five and five scoring. And yeah, Grubauer's been fine too. So uh, give me the give me the under six. I think it should be more like five and a half. Could get with the, the Flames offensive struggles as well. All right, moving down to the final game on this 15 slate docket. Holy shit, this has been a marathon. Uh, we got a Colorado Avalanche against the Vegas Golden Knights. What a fucking game, though. This is going to be sick. Uh, Colorado on the money line, sitting at minus 110. Vegas Golden Knights to the money line at minus 110. We got to pick them. I need a bell. I'm going to buy a little like annoying-ass bell. I'm going to start ringing it and dinging it whenever we get a pick them game. Uh, the over-under is sitting at 6.5. Over sitting at plus 100. The under minus 120. Mr. Joel Meyer, those ad reads have been fucking second to none here. Why don't you finish us off strong here on this game? Oh, yeah, this game will be starting right as the uh, LSU game will be ending pretty close to it anyway. It'll be in the fourth quarter, so it's going to be uh, um, out of the out of the frying pan into the fire, as the saying goes. Uh, so, yeah, this, this is uh, definitely the, the biggest game of the year so far for the Avs. We're going to try to finally end the, the Knights' uh, win streak. They, they haven't lost in regulation yet. So, and but they've been getting lucky. They're, they're not as good as the record suggests, I don't think. And they're great. They're a great team. But they keep winning these one-goal games, winning in shootouts, overtime, bullshit, third period, late goals, all that nonsense. That, that'll come back to the mean. I think the Avs can get it done. A um, little bit of an injury scare with Bo Byerman and Kale McCarr, but they played the last game. Looked fine to me against the Blues. So, yeah, they got a couple days off too. So a little bit of rust advantage for the Avs. Seems like they only play like every three days this month. It's it's uh, kind of criminal. But uh, that, that that does mean a bit more rest for for this one, so give me the give me the abs here, and give me the under six and a half. Both teams have uh, played great defense, and uh, goaltending has been been elite for both teams, especially Georgiev. Um, I forgot to mention him. He probably has a bit of a better chance than Demko to win at this point, and as the odds certainly suggest that for the Vezina. Um, so yeah, give me give me the under six and a half with uh, Aiden Hill also in the mix, and then playing pretty good. Even if even if it's not Aiden Hill, Logan Thompson is all has also been good so far in net for the Knights. So under six and a half is a good bet. Uh, lean to the as these teams are very, very close together, but I think with the um, little bit of rest advantage and the fact that the Gold Knights been getting you know fairly lucky so far uh, that the uh, the abs can uh, or there's a small edge in the abs, so yeah, abs in the under for me, yeah. I agree with both of those, especially the under here. Um, these are two teams that when they go head to head, they know they're big games and they've gone under in the last six meetings since october 2021 over the past two years three nothing three two last year uh, three two again last year as well so and these are two under teams so far this season with uh two good goalies in net gorgia versus either hill or, or Logan thompson there and yeah i'm also going to lean to the abs here minus 110 third best expected goals four percent in the league at 56.78 vegas down to 24th 47.31 as joel mentioned they've had a few you know lucky late wins a few Shootout, two shootout wins recently. A shootout win earlier this year against Dallas as well. So I think Colorado can come in here to Vegas and get get a big win, statement win on the road. And we see Vegas starting to regress to the mean here while the the Avs go go on the uptrend. All right, for myself, I am going against you two. The Vegas Golden Knights are the best team in the National Hockey League. They were the best team in the National Hockey League last year. Don't worry about those Boston Bruins. Everybody forgets about them. Don't worry about that. They're the best goddamn team in the league this year. Defensively, I don't think there's a better team in the NHL. 
offensively it's clicking yes you can say they had a couple you know bullshit wins and overtimes and shootouts and you can't argue with that 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 did happen you know unlike you know buffalo not winning a lot of games against the toronto you know i will argue that fact but i'm not going to argue that fact however i still love the fucking knights in this game man and you know what it is this is a big time game and we saw that this team who is pretty much the same team we saw win the stanley cup last year shows up when they fucking have to, dude. So I guarantee you they've had this game circled on the calendar so far to start this season, even though we're only 10, 11 games in and saying, yes, let's go beat the fucking piss out of the Colorado Avalanche. So maybe beat the piss is a little bit harsh. But anyways, I'm over the Vegas Golden Knights in minus 110 in this game. Uh, I do absolutely love this underplay with you guys, though, at 6.5 minus 120. Uh, goaltenders have been absolutely fantastic. Alexander Gorgiev was a fucking sick goalie, dude. I got to watch a little bit of him the other night, and then I started I went down a bit of a rabbit hole when I was at work the other day. I was just watching his highlights over the past couple of years on YouTube. I'm like, this guy is a fucking killer, bro. So, uh, And then, yeah, you touched on whether it's Aiden Hill or Logan Thompson. You know, they're they're fine. Neither, neither of them are, you know, close to as good as Gorgiev. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, they're serviceable. And that defense for Vegas, like I said, I just can't get over it. That makes up for a lot of the things, you know, that uh, they might be lacking from a goaltending point of view. So I absolutely love the under. I absolutely love the Knights in this game at minus 110. Okay, boys, holy shit, 15 games, we made it through. Uh, Gilbert, do you run out of ink here? What do we got for consensus plays? I mean, we, we had a lot of good consensus plays going, and then either, either you or Joel killed them, but you can call us the Undertakers here tonight, or the Under Kings if you prefer. We have the uh, Hurricanes Islanders, under 5.5, plus 100. The Stars Canucks, under 6, plus 102. And then the Avs Golden Knights, under 6.5, minus 120. So Is that it? That wow. that's all we that's all 15 I mean, games late. I mean, I don't think I zoned out that much. I think that's all we really uh, agreed upon on this slate. Holy shit. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Um, okay. Our, our Aussie friend in the in the YouTube comments. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, gonna re- I'm gonna read that. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay, okay. okay. Shout out, shout out our boy down down under. We yeah. welcome to a land down under. Uh, all right, we're moving into our lock dogs and totals here. A little update on the standings. Uh, for myself, I am 10 and 8. I am up uh, 1.28 units. Uh, Ryan is 6 and 12. He is down 6.92 units. Julie is 5 and 13, down 9.75 units. Uh, Ryan, you won the show last week. Why don't you kick us off here? It's so tough to climb out of these holes because because the uh, you know the lock lock is two units here, but uh, I'm feeling good about these. My lock is the Bruins minus one forty eight at the Red Wings. There's just a much better team. Think they get it done. My dog is my Philadelphia Flyers plus one forty two at home against the Kings. A tough spot, but we got Cal Peterson revenge game here, so I think that's a good price on them. Then my total, uh, the trusty San Jose Sharks team total under two and a half. Minus 130, uh, you know, minus 130. It's good. I thought it would be much juicier there, so I'm taking that as 100%. Meanwhile, uh, we're going to the Pens, the other side of that game. Pens team total over three and a half. Minus 155 is the lock. Switched up my dog. I had originally the Canucks, but I changed my mind. I don't, I don't oh know if I can trust him. This guy never learned. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm spitting the face of the gambling bring out, bring out a different... Uh, accent or impression for for next show, I guess. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, I got I got a few in the in the works. I, I, this still won't be my last zero and three show, um, but hopefully not next one dude, too. Uh, anyway, the dog switched to the Senators in regulation plus one twenty five. The Lightning are are not a good team right now, and then the the goaltending can't keep them in these games forever. Plus, just a bad team on the road, and the Senators right now are are a desperate club, and they want to 
you know, the, the, their owner is pissed off at the league and the Senators like pissed off on the ice. So uh, give me the Sens there in regulation. And then finally, the total Panthers team total three and a half minus 135. Blackhawks defense sucks. And uh, the Panthers um, offense is going to get going here, even on the road in Chicago. All right, for myself, for my lock, I am taking the Winnipeg Jets money line versus the Arizona Coyotes at minus 125. Uh, although I am highly against the New York Jets this weekend, I am definitely on the Winnipeg Jets. Let's go. Hopefully they beat the wheels out of the Arizona State University Coyotes uh, for my dog. The New York Rangers in regulation plus 125 versus Minnesota. I get it. No Adam Fox. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? Fuck the mild. Fuck the mild. Let's go. Jonathan Quick, baby. I, I don't even – I even fucking – I'm trying to remember the last time I like, actually like fucking had some chewing tobacco. I think it probably would have been like high school, to be honest with you, playing fucking hockey back in the day or some shit. But you know what? I might go buy myself a nice old big old thing of fucking Copenhagen, none of this skull bullshit, and I might just fucking start dipping throughout this entire game. Let's go, Jonathan Quick. Uh, and then for my total, uh, Colorado-Vegas under 6.5 minus 120. We just talked about it here. Uh, two sick teams. Two sick defenses, two sick goalies going at it. So, uh, yeah, I absolutely love that play. All right, boys, who's not playing tomorrow? I guess it's like, what, the Ducks and then somebody else, I guess? Uh, Ducks and the – who plays on Sunday? Devils. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, hopefully Jack Hughes is back. Uh, That's going to be a a scary situation. Fingers crossed. I'll have to look at that for the show. Did he take a hit or something? I didn't even see it. I just read the Discord yeah. crashed on the boards. Ooh. Uh Friedman tweeted after the game the word on the word on Jack Hughes is it might take a day or two to figure out how serious things are slash aren't. So I would that say he's probably good. out Sunday. Does not sound good, no. I didn't I didn't know Brad Marchand played for the St. Louis Blues, but I guess that's <laughs> uh, all right, uh, boys, let's wrap this one up. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. Massive fucking slate in the NHL tomorrow. We're all looking forward to that. Uh, college football is going to be absolutely sick. Let's go, LSU. Support our boy, Joel Meyer. He needs all the help we can get here. We're on your side, buddy. Fuck Bama. Uh, Nick Saban's a bitch. Uh, what else we got? We got NFL. That's going to be sweet. Let's go Chargers. Fucking right here. Justin Herbert's my boy. Uh, what else going on? MMA. Shout out our boy Jeff Fox. Always. Always shout out our boy Jeff Fox. That's absolutely sick. Uh, Ryan, I meant to ask. Is baseball done yet? Baseball baseball is over. The Texas Rangers won the World Series over the Arizona Diamondbacks in five games. On Wednesday night, I had some future free bets on the Rangers, so I am happy about the result. I am still numb and depressed about the Phillies, however. Okay, so, okay. Now, other than your bets, does anybody give a fuck? Um, besides Texas Rangers fans, no. Is, is it like a thing? You know, sometimes when like a team win a championship, and it's just like, yeah, nobody really cares? Is that yeah, what's going on? No one's going to remember this World Series at all. Okay. Like if the uh, Panthers won last year and then the Stanley Yeah, Cup. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody would care. Um, okay, cool. So that happened. Uh, shout out to all of our fucking Americans that like baseball. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, go to the website. Read Ryan's fantasy fucking hockey articles. He's absolutely killing it. Those are great. Uh, I actually did read one the other day. I'll have you know it is very well done. So nice. I, nice. Yes. Enjoy. Uh, <laughs> enjoy the compliment. <laughs> um, and listen to the other shows, dude. Everybody's absolutely killing it. You know, there's so much good shit going on in the network, right? So be sure to check everything out. 
uh hell yeah you can do all that and then of course uh shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord yo discord's a blast dude like honestly if you're not in it right now the season's still technically early we're what like fucking 10 percent of the way through or something i don't know but hey man it's gonna be plenty more hockey it's gonna be plenty more discussion there's gonna be plenty more bets going on in there and plenty more arguments too so shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord if you're not in the discord you're not making money uh, if you want to get in the Discord, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account where our social media assistant producer will be going off the top ropes. He might roast you a little bit. He might call you some fucking mean names, but he means well at heart. He's a fucking beauty. So if he does that, just take it. Just take it hard and then just fucking after that, get into the Discord. Uh, or what else you can do is you can uh, go to the NHL front offices in Toronto here and uh, you'll see one guy out there picketing with a sign that says, we want in-season tournaments. Give me in-season <laughs> tournaments. And if you see that guy, you can walk up to him, and his name will be Joel Meyer, and you can be like, hey, are you the guy that knows how to get in the Discord? And he'll be like, yeah, I am, actually. But you got to hold this sign, and then you guys will be chanting, what do we want? In-season tournaments. When do we want it? Two to three years. <laughs> and then after that, he'll down, and he'll point you how to get into the Discord. As long as they don't fucking paint the ice weird, uh, arcadish colors, then <laughs> sure. Oh, they Let's will. They hundred percent will. Pixelated, bro. Eight bits. <laughs> Discord's great. Like people are in there, like asking for NBA props. They're like no one answers in the NBA channel, but in the hockey channel, we talk about every sport in there. So much, oh. so many fun discussions. It's not just what a parlay. Kids. If you, if oh, oh, shout out, shout out to myself for my uh, ten leg parlay. I posted in there as well on uh thursday night 15 to 1 if the draft king stepped up parlay to 100 is the way to do it if you're going to parlay you go stepped up parlay otherwise that they, they even still they get they get ducked out of the discord but discord's a great place to be uh make sure you subscribe to the podcast where i listen to your podcast and a five-star rating and review turn on auto downloads they get in your feed as soon as they are published and subscribe on youtube also shout out everyone in the chat on shark shark Love you, buddy. And uh, our commenters, uh, Max Jenkum, our, our uh, Aussie friend here, said, thanks for the shout-out. Didn't want to upset anyone. Just helping the algorithm, as I love the show. <laughs> and I know you recommend not parlaying your picks, but I can't watch the games, and I'm only chucking a gold coin donation on them. We'll hit one soon. Today's combo of your picks, lost by one leg again. 70-1 uh, parlay with the Lightning being the only loss in his what? 10, 10 likes there. So a, a tough loss for him, but happy to see him commenting. Happy to see everyone from all over the globe, from Philippines to everywhere else, enjoying the show. And Max, boy, if you uh, if you can't watch the games because of the time change and you're sleeping or something, I understand. But like, if you need like an illegal stream or something, get your ass in the Discord, bro. We'll point you in the right direction there, too. Fuck yeah. Um, all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. Let's go Chargers, baby. Fuck the Jets. Not the Winnipeg Jets, the New York Jets. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And I'm Joel Mine. You'll probably find me struggling to sleep tonight because I'm not drinking except for this lovely grapefruit juice because, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm on a fast day. We're preparing for the war tomorrow. I must be on a slow day then because I've been fucking drinking since I got out of work, baby. Let's go. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. Go LSU. Peace.